At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. All right, here we go. It is follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Jonathan Von Tobel filling in today for Polly Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino is your spot. And coming up on today's show, some of the guests that we have, uh, Doug Crossstein is going to be on in an hour. Prop bet guy. We'll find out uh, which NBA player props he likes tonight. And it's, uh, you know, usually early this time of the day. K-props for some of the games aren't usually out. But maybe he's noticed a, a book or two with K-props tonight in Major League Baseball that are worth betting on. We'll talk to him then. Bruce Marshall in two hours. A lot to get into in the soccer world with uh, Euros 20 continuing today with three more matches. And Lou Finacaro back end of the show today on uh, the UFC card that we have coming up this week. And... Uh, game number three tonight in the NHL. Lose very good betting in the NHL playoffs. We have game three tonight, Montreal and Las Vegas. How are you today? I, I would say this, JVT, sports betting aside for a second, like last night, just as a sports fan, yeah. it was pretty awesome. I mean, I personally cannot get enough of majors in golf on the West Coast, and when you have yeah. primetime golf action going all the way until like, you know, 7 o'clock whenever the coverage ended, and then... They kick it over to Peacock like for the final hour or whatever, and they're playing, and it's dark outside almost. And you have NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, and baseball going on. That's awesome. Uh, and they're also perfectly like spread out, too, in terms of timing. It, it was absolutely brilliant. And I'm with, look, I'm very biased. I've never been ashamed of it with my love for the West Coast, whether it's time, whether sure. it's everything else. 
Uh, but yeah, sporting events when it comes to West Coast centric events, it's absolutely incredible. When it's like three o'clock and Roy McElroy's through like I think what three holes yeah. at that point, and you could just sit back and watch the rest of it. I I would completely agree with everything. It's not worth like debating people on this in my opinion oh, yeah. because if if they've never been out on the West Coast, I can't really trust their opinion on this. Like, and we're on all over the East, obviously, and nothing against it, but the East Coast time zone, quite frankly, sucks for sports. It does. I mean, unless you are, like, you're a rare bird if you have the ability to stay up until 2 o'clock on the East Coast, right? And you don't have to wake up, like, early for a job. You can sleep in the next day, whatever. Like, not a lot of people can do that. So out here on the West Coast where we get all these games, hell, I would tell you that Hawaii, the time zone in Hawaii would be great for sports. Been out there a couple of times and to take, like, football in at 7 o'clock in the morning. And you could have Monday Night Football at 2.15. Sign me up, baby. That's great. So when VEASAN was having to make the trips out to Jersey, you know what, three years ago now yeah. almost, uh, that was brutal. Like, and that was during Rough. like the World Series. And there was that it was that Dodgers-Red Sox World Series where they had like an 18-inning game. Of course. At, at like 2 in the morning. I'm like, all right, I'm tapping out. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. Huh? And you're already, uh, it's, oh, it was insane. And basketball games, because you know me, I'm a basketball fan, starting at like 10.30 at night, I've, I could not get used to it in any way whatsoever. So yeah. weird. I mean, Baseball doesn't matter. I mean, yep. if your if your team on the East Coast is on a West Coast trip and it's a uh, you know Monday through Wednesday series, whatever your games are not start first pitch. Oh, ten you know typically ten thirty seven tonight. Yep, ten fifteen whatever it is on no a shot. Tuesday night. Come on, get out of here. Uh, it's follow the money here on Vsin the Sports Betting Network. Email is ftm at vsin It's ftm at vsin We will run down what took place last night from a betting perspective. Uh, we do have a Game 7 now in the NBA between the Bucks and the Nets. And, I mean, an all-timer last night in Major League Baseball. I don't even know where to begin with this game. I had it, actually. We'll touch on that as well coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. 76ers have blown 18 and 26-point leads in losing back-to-back games, and they're on the brink of elimination of the Eastern Conference semifinals. Philadelphia laying three in game six today at the State Farm Arena against the Hawks, total 221.5. The Utah Jazz, a point-and-a-half road favorite of the L.A. Clippers, who have a three games to two lead in that Western Conference semifinal series. Total 219. Vegas, $1.60 road favorite at Montreal today in game three of that Stanley Cup semifinal series. The total five over. Russell Henley, the clubhouse leader at four under par 67 of the U.S. Open. He's 33 to one. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Here's the new feature that we have on the website, vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all of the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. We were talking about, you know, the 
um, U.S. Open late last night. Uh, out in San Diego, being on until like 8 o'clock out here Pacific time, which is great. We love it. Uh, this is a quick tweet that we got from Rick. He says, it sucks when you got to be up at 4.30 Eastern time. You can barely watch a full baseball game that starts at 7 o'clock. Yep. Yeah, it's rough. Um, so basketball and uh, last night's results coming up here in a second. But I was involved uh, in a West Coast baseball game last night. Had it in pocket, bet it. It's been a really good baseball week. Had the Reds plus 159 against the pod race. A lot to this game, right? And I'm not going to sit here and piss and moan this morning because of what happened. But the Reds had like six runners on in the first four innings. They couldn't get anything across. Musgrove was okay last night. Miley was actually really good. He didn't really allow anything, except the first two hits he gave up were home runs. So it's 2 nothing Padres, and I actually tapped out of the game. When the Reds got nothing in the eighth, I said, okay, that's it. Not even going to pay attention anymore for me last night. What happens? The Reds get four in the ninth. All of a sudden, I'm looking beautiful, even though I'm not paying attention. Yep. It's 4-2. to two, And suddenly, like, if you had Padres run line, if you had the over, it's looking like, uh, do I really have to sweat this out now? Oh, yeah, yeah, you did. They go to the bottom of the ninth. The Reds cannot hang on to the lead. They give up a two-run shot. It's then knotted up at four apiece. There goes the total. And then the Padres hit another two-run shot in the bottom of the ninth. Final score, Padres 6-4. It goes over. They cover the run line. Naturally. Yep. Because baseball 2021. This is, so first off, this is why if I bet, I bet first fives. Like the handicapping process, you just send, you know, you whittle it down to just the starting pitcher. I don't have to worry about any of this madness. And you could see it. Like I was up and watching this. Melanson, the command was shaky. He wasn't really feeling it. He's putting a couple over the plate. The single, the vato. And then, of course, you get a strikeout of Suarez. You hit Suarez and you're like, okay, maybe he's going to even this thing out. And then after that, you give it the double to Barnhart, and it was just it was just a nightmare from there. But like it's because you don't expect. I think Hosmer came into yesterday what two fifty in terms of his batting average hasn't been insanely sure. a dynamic five home runs. And you're watching, you're thinking, okay, well maybe they maybe they can get out of this. And he hits that blast, and that park goes insane. I thought it was going to go foul because it was right down the right field line. That was that was baseball wrapped up in like a nice, neat little thing. And for that to go in, when you're talking about the first five having absolutely nothing, you go into the ninth of 2 nothing game and you leave a 6-4 final. <laughs> I mean, imagine on. having a big bet on the under in that game last night. Right. I mean, it just it's absolutely sick. I I couldn't do it. I like I just I couldn't bet full game unders in major league baseball. First five under, sure, but just again, you don't know. When the guy is going to come in in terms of the bullpen pitcher, what the leverage is going to be, what the situation is going to be, it is madness to feel comfortable betting some of these games under. It's insane. And look, maybe the rate still isn't as you know as crazy as we think it is, but it's just the sweat that you have to endure going through these situations. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, it's not worth it. And like picking your spots and finding games you like, yeah, might be tough enough. I mean, I know some people who like almost try to bet the board every night. I'm like, I can't do that. I, there's no way I have enough opinions on a games. I, I, I don't have an edge like that. Mm-hmm. It's like a game or two, and then maybe in the morning anyway, and then later on in the day, I'll add like one or two more games as well. But it's it's that that's tough coming up with a game that you actually like, and then to, to make the bet, and then for this kind of stuff to happen, it's like you know, as uh, Nick Bogdanovich from William Hill told us a couple years ago, it was so funny. He's like, you need a whiskey and a revolver to bet this sport. Yep. And uh, by the way, Tatis hit another home run last night. Yep. So this NL MVP, I'd, I'd say this: if Tatis stays healthy the rest of the way. But DeGrom also, like, because his MRI came back and it looks clean. If DeGrom doesn't really miss any more time and he goes out and this continues, and I, I look, I have Tatis on a couple of tickets at 200 to win, well, one to win the MVP. 
I think he could hit 50 home runs and steal like 25 bases, and I don't know if he'll win the MVP. Because if DeGrom seriously puts up a season that's better than Bob Gibson, right? Right. And his numbers are the best of all time. I actually think voters will go go to him. And to be honest, I could not blame them. I was gonna say I think they probably should, right? Yeah, right like in right. terms of like in if you're putting up that. But you're right. Think about that. If fifty home if you're talking about nearly fifty home runs over hundred runs batted in and swiping that many bags, and you're like, yeah, you know, you probably shouldn't get that many first place votes. Yeah. Think about the season I, that I the Rob is having, man. Yeah. And especially if right they continue on this path of looking like the best team in that division, like he's such a massive part of that too. As they get healthier, like I would, I would agree that if this keeps up at this pace, I would find it hard that you vote Tatis ahead of him, just considering the historic nature of sure. what Degrom is doing. Sure, and that's coming from a guy who has Tatis right. at two hundred to one. So uh, last night, Game Six, Nets Bucks. Of course, this Bucks team to me is tricky to figure out. Uh, they look borderline, you know, fantastic last night. They take care of business. Uh, they covered the game. By the way, like favorites now covering in the playoffs is really, really like an alarming rate. But now they're going to go back to Brooklyn and play a game number seven. And the opening number is, well, it depends on where you go. It's either the, the Nets minus one or it's pick them. Mm-hmm. And isn't it funny, JVT, and your VEASAN's very own senior NBA analyst here, how this total just continues to drop? Another under last night, yep. and what was the what was the game one opening total like two thirty nine and a half? I think it closed close to thirty nine and a half. Two thirty nine and a half. That was okay. Now I'm looking at two fifteen and a half, two sixteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's wild. Well, but what's even more wild is like it, it's the like the level of these offenses were like it was two thirty nine and a half for a reason. Of in course, game one, right? no doubt. And what we were expecting, and even again last night, like if you look at what Milwaukee did, you know their offensive rating wasn't exactly spectacular going through the entire game, and like the but the fact that they're able to like to give Milwaukee credit throughout this series to again hold Brooklyn, especially in Milwaukee, to an offensive rating of ninety-seven point five in non-garbage time, less than a point per possession, even with a hampered Harden, who by the way looked a little bit better yesterday. He did, he did, right? You know, but like this team, it is nuts, and I think it's crazy too because like look at the guys who are struggling, Joe Harris. No Harden, right? You have no idea where he's gone. It's almost, remember two years ago, three years ago, it was Danny Green, where the, it was at Toronto, where he just disappeared for like a 13-game stretch, where he yep. just couldn't hit a shot to save his life. It's the same thing. Like Joe Harris, and maybe it's the spacing that's not there anymore for him with a big three on the floor, but like the little role players are kind of disappearing for Brooklyn. we got to give Milwaukee credit for what they're doing defensively. Was game one or game two the Joe Harris game? I think it was game two. I'll double it was check, game two? Yeah. It was one of the two where right. he just he was sensational, right? Yep. And the, and the Bucks really had no answer for him. But you're thinking going back to that early game in the series, okay, well, that's probably – Joe Harris is really good. That's probably not going to continue, but to this extent? Game one, five and nine. And game two, is three and seven. So both of those, 55.6 and 42.9. And then after that, nothing. Okay, yeah, right, exactly. Yep. So, I mean, to expect what he did in game one to continue is a little unrealistic. Yep. But to also kind of have him bottom out like this, like there's got to be a middle ground, right? Right. Like he's somewhere in the middle of what we've had so far in the series, which is wild. But so it's so funny. So I'm I'm big on analytics and data and numbers and everything like that when it comes to handicapping almost all these sports. And you always talk about like water finding its level. But the funny part about it is, is like you know, it could take eight games for water to find its level. It doesn't. You know what I mean? Like so, this guy who this season finished 47.5 percent from three point range. He could end this season, you know, this series shooting 29% from three. You know, six, seven games is actually not that large of a sample size. So you could still see this continue through the end of the series. That's what's crazy about it. You expect it to kind of come back, but there's a chance where you go to the Eastern Conference Finals and either Brooklyn's eliminated or they go, and he's still struggling. Yeah. Uh, as I've said all week, like, I can't figure this series out. Yeah. Right? So I'm not betting it. Um, nothing would surprise me with the Bucks, JVT, like, 
to win it in seven games would not surprise me. To If they would have lost last night, I would not have been surprised. I did say this, though, earlier in the week. Watch this be the year that the Bucks actually win it. When it looked like they were completely outmanned in the first two games against the Nets, Durant goes off for that historic game the other night. And then, but because of all of the injuries, and now the Sixers are all of a sudden down three games to two. And Embiid has been great, but he's also, you know, he's looked a little uh, banged up as well. And then on uh, coming out of the West, who the hell knows what's going to happen there? And then Chris Paul goes through the COVID now news this week. The Jazz Clippers series again, no Kawhi. Watch the Bucks this year. It's like, okay, well, the last two years they really had their chance and they blew it completely. Yep. Now this year when nobody really saw it coming, it's like, okay, here we go. The Bucks are playing for an NBA championship. The, the path is certainly there. Look, the path is there for a lot of these teams. Each one of these teams that's still alive is dealing with some injury of some sort, right? Even, I, I think you you witnessed in that historic game for Kevin Durant why the Bucks missed Dante DiVincenzo, right? You're, yep. you're, you're witnessing with Drew Holiday, who yesterday was 1 of 10 from three-point sure. range, right? Dante DiVincenzo probably takes some of those shots from three-point range. He's a 37 38% shooter. But you're right, you know, given everything going on with Brooklyn – I find the market's handling of the series still pretty weird. Brooklyn in the series now is 4-2 and two against the spread. We're talking about Milwaukee again opening up as a road favorite, which is kind of weird. Like, I still think you should, you should favor Brooklyn at home, again, given the fact that Harden's looked a little bit more live. But you're absolutely right. And, look, like when it comes to Philly, they're going to be, if Milwaukee moves on, the favorite over them. Oh, they will be, for right. sure. And given everything that's happening with that half-court offense and how bad they have looked, that pass should be there for them, too, if they make the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. So, Rash Marchese covers... Uh... A lot of sports in Los Angeles. Uh, was on ESPN for a long time. He tweeted out this week, let's be real, this is the asterisk uh, season, not last season. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I would completely disagree with it. Yeah. I mean, because, look, look again, when we're talking about asterisks, asterisks are used to denigrate the title, right? Like, this is not a real title. I'm not going to use it for anything. Right. It, well, I'll use it for one thing, asterisks. Uh, but that's because I'm an Angels okay, guy in the division. Uh, but, no, regardless, like, it, so if you're talking about this from, okay, Let's look at every single team, right? Who gets the asterisk here? Is it Brooklyn? If they win this series and move on, they did it without Kyrie and a one-legged Harden, right? I mentioned Dante DiVincenzo, who's been injured. Is it Philly with Joel Embiid playing with a torn meniscus? Mm -hmm. Is it Atlanta without DeAndre Hunter, who's gone for injury, right? Go to every single one of these teams. They're all dealing with this whole injury, like this rash of injuries that we're talking about. So who gets the asterisk? I know. Phoenix, because I guess they're kind of healthy. Right, like that's that's why I disagree. But then with Paul has like to go through the COVID protocol. Right, Conley out. So like, well, like, Kawhi what out. Talk, like, what are we talking about here? If we're talking about an Astros, yeah. who are you giving it to? Who is not having to endure the hardship in terms of absences on the roster? Do you trust LeBron when he went off, um, in a rampage earlier this week, saying, "I tried to tell him, yeah. they wouldn't listen to me, and if anybody knows their body, right, mm -hmm. what's going to happen with their body? It's me, right? I knew that this was coming." And our team happens to be eliminated because of those injuries uh, as yeah. well. And I don't want to talk about the game when we're eliminated. I'll talk about Space Jam 2, though. <laughs> Any questions about that, we're good to go. Yes. I, I will say I am a bigger LeBron stand than most, I think, just in terms of like everything that he gets crap for. Uh, but these are the moments why I think I kind of understand why he does. Like You were on the pulpit after you got eliminated by Phoenix. Yeah. You know, talk about it there. Talk about it a lot. But, hey, he's got a point, but I feel like it probably should have come at a different time mm. to a certain extent. I guess maybe that might be part of his point is like I did speak up before the season started and I told I told people like we can't here's what I'm afraid of like like getting beyond this year into the 2021-2022 season October I don't want him to start in October yep I don't want NBA basketball in the middle of that month and on Halloween I want these guys to have a break I don't because I don't want to go through all these injuries again I think the the good thing the difference might be is that 
remember, because it's not even just a quick turnaround for the season. You know, I always use the Spurs and the Grizzlies as a great example of this. Remember, those two teams in the second half had to play over 40 games in less yeah. than 65 days. Yeah. Right? Like, it was, it was not only the quick turnaround, but it was the compact nature of the 72-game schedule that really didn't help a lot with these injuries. So you would think that if you're going to start in October, yes, you have the 82-game schedule, but you spread that out a little bit more, and maybe the injuries, a little bit more practice time, which, you know, there's studies out there. Practice time actually helps prevent injuries as opposed to hurts. So all of those things put together, maybe you get a little bit less in terms of the injuries. But it has been pretty bad, and it's soft tissue injuries too, right? It's not contract injuries with Kawhi, and I think that's where you start to see this kind of ramp up. So early lean would be to the Bucks plus a half a point or plus a point? I'm sorry, check that. The Nets? The yeah, Nets at home? If I, yeah. if I can get like a, a small money line dog price on Brooklyn, that's the way I'm going to go. That's what you do with? Okay. And I think the market's going to head in that direction. And then tonight, Sixers, you want to lay three with that team on the road? So, or, so I, or do you want to uh, lay one and a half or two with the Jazz on the road? So I think the market got it right with Philly like moving this, right? Because the opener was two, and, the, and now we're sitting at three. Because here's the thing. While Philly has been obviously awful in the second half of each of these last two games, they have blown double-digit leads, right? They, they've built those double-digit leads. It's now four consecutive games in which they've held double-digit leads of some sort, right? They won two of them. They lost the last two. And Atlanta still shot 34 35% in that game against Philly last time out. They still can't crack that elite perimeter defense. They still can't figure out Joel Embiid or Seth Curry. They're trying to hide Trey Young on Seth. That's not working. Joel Embiid, they have no answer for. It's about Tobias Harris. It's about Doc Rivers figuring out that, hey, just rolling out Tobias Harris with four bench guys is not going to do it. Sure. Right? Roll Ben Simmons out there with a bunch of shooters and see how that works. So I, I think the market's right in thinking that Philly's going to like cover this number and they're going to move and at least extend this out to seven. I, I like the matchups here for the most part for Philly. Just you cannot trust a Doc Rivers coach team. You can, man. You can't. At we, this point, I mean, sorry, sorry, JPT. This is like a thing. Oh, of course it is. Right, we were talking about this other uh, Kevin O'Connor, uh, who does a podcast for The Ringer. They yeah. had this stat when they were talking about it, him and Chris Vernon, where it was Doc Rivers led teams each of the last two seasons, eleven and five, when leading by at least sixteen points. The rest of the league, seventy three and three. Like, that's that's, that's, that's is that playoffs? Just any or that's any game any whatsoever. Game. Yeah. When you're leading by at least sixteen points, yeah. he's eleven and five. Yeah. And that sounds good, but that's really not when you consider like the rate at which the other teams are three? winning those games. That's it's absolutely nuts, man. And you know, he and I think there's a lot of criticism for it, right? You know, watch watch the seventy sixers tonight. And I think you could count on like two hands how many pick and rolls they run. They they don't really do that. No, much. they don't. Like yep. there's no nuance to their offense whatsoever. Look at here's the list. It goes all the way back to two thousand and nine. Yep. If you want to include that, right? Celtics up three two in the series against the Magic. They lost the series. Uh, up three two NBA Finals against the Lakers in twenty ten. No good. Up three two Eastern Conference Finals against the Heat. They lost that in twenty twelve. Moved on to the Clippers. Up three two on the Grizzlies. Lost. Oh, don't run into the Rocket series, huh? Fifteen point lead in Game five against the Thunder. Lost the series in six. Up three one against the Rockets, lost that series like you talked about. I mean, it just that that's half the list. Yep. You keep going on and on here. I'll I'll, I'll stick up for him for twenty sixteen. Chris Paul breaks his hand after game four. But other than that, yep. it's pretty bad. All right, so follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Up next, we'll go over some uh, updated by the way, we will touch on like coaching odds in the NBA. Who's gonna be the next coach at a, a you know handful of jobs that are available right now? But up next, some updated US open odds and some stats on golfers through round one who could be worth playing or fading coming up.
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are live today from the OddsTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino. OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. Real-time bet tracking. You can compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses. It's all at the website, OddsTrader.com. Louis Eustizen, get off my leaderboard. <laughs> I wanted to bet you. I did not. So I need you to really struggle here today. Uh, John Rahm, I have no action on you whatsoever you're too good yep. get off my leaderboard i do not have you in outrights you were too popular this week the number was not good enough to, for me to bet on um but it is a great leader, leaderboard overall oh yeah and yesterday's action that what turned out to be like an hour delay because of uh fog and now overall like russell henley great first round welcome back francisco molinari yep. it's been a while but to see kepka shoffley Matsuyama up there. Who should be three under, by the way. He had a chip in that just hit the pin and went out. Oh, my God. How many times did it happen to guys yesterday? Yep. Where it hit, it hit the pin high up, like on the pole, whatever, and then it just ricocheted like 30 feet off and then almost in, into the, you know, off the green. But good first day of action. Adam Scott yep. put together a one under. Cantley has a couple of holes to go today. That's got to be tough, though. Like, you finish your round last night. Like, you don't have a lot of turnaround time. You're waking up bright and early today, and you got to go finish your round, and then you're out there, and you got to do 18 more. 
And then the other guys, they, you know, obviously this is the way it works every week. I'm not this not breaking news, but then like Kepka's of the world, Shoffley's, who put together that early round, they don't they don't get out there until like 1:30 today, mm-hmm. whatever it is. So, no surprise to me though that uh, Shoffley or Kepka had good early rounds. And by the way, that's another guy, Kepka. You're watching it. You're like, he was at four under. If he just like, there's no momentum in golf, by the way, right? Oh, you're no. like you're only as good as your next swing. And he's on a roll, and all of a sudden, his next like swing, I think it was like at a par three. He it's just, it. Oh, yep. just forget about it. Well, and that was it was the same par three where a lot of these guys really struggled yeah. because it's DeChambeau, that par three that's thing. kind of on an island. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and it's up on top of a hill. And yeah, DeChambeau, same thing. He just muscles it over. Yep. Like all of those guys, you're absolutely right. And but it's really cool. like a guy like Kepka. I think like when you look at some of the underlying numbers, you're feeling pretty confident that he's going to continue to do this because like and it, it fits the profile of what he did at those U.S. Opens in the past and what he is as a golfer. He's so accurate off of the tee. It's just down. It's down the fairway almost every single time, and as long as you can continue to do that, like you'll be perfectly fine. And he, dude, he had one shot. I, I don't remember what hole it was, but there's that lip right on the edge of the green where he uses it to take the spin off of the yeah. ball, and it just falls within two feet of the cup. He he's incredible sometimes when you watch some of his approach shots. Man, it's nuts. Yeah, it really is. So, who do you like today? Uh, what do you have your eye on? What stood out from day one? So I think there's there's a couple of guys like a, and they're a little bit you know deep, not super deep on the leaderboard, but I, I'd be interested to see if there's some matchups out there involving like a Taylor Montgomery, for example, right? So Taylor Montgomery is one under. He finishes his round. He actually leads the entire uh, U.S. Open right now in terms of strokes gained putting. He he's been incredible when he got to the green. The problem is in terms of off of the tee, he's 71st in the field approaching. 116th, strokes gained around the green, 71st, tee to green, he's 101st. So, like, that to me is like a profile of a guy, that's not sustainable, right? You're having trouble getting there, and then your putter's just on fire by the time you get there. Like, to me, like a guy like Taylor Montgomery fits the profile of, if there's any matchups, and depending on who it would be, I would definitely be looking to play against him. And I think another guy that really sticks out in terms of maybe playing on him, because I just like across the board what he's looked like, and he's he's not, like, super far down the board uh, when you're looking at everything overall. But, like, um, let me see, I lost him really quickly. Oh, like even a couple of guys, right, if you're talking about uh, Matsuyama, who I believe, like, across the board is a solid. The lowest he's been in the field at this point, putting is 66, and that's been a weakness for him. Uh, but Hayden Buckley, like, has been really solid, like, across the board. He's top 50 in everything, and it's only through one round, and it's not a big enough sample size to get insanely excited about. But to, like, that's what I kind of look for in a lot of these guys after first rounds is statistically how are you across the board, and if you're maintaining that in all areas in terms of strokes gained, you got a pretty good shot at maintaining what you're doing early on. Do you want any piece of Matthew Wolf? That was one of the craziest first rounds you're ever going to see yep. at a U.S. Open or anywhere. I mean, it's like birdie, birdie, birdie. Then he goes bogey, double bogey, bogey. And then it's he only had a couple of pars the entire day. Yep. It was completely up and down. But that's kind of who he is. He's unpredictable. I mean, he had, he had a three-stroke lead, I believe it was, at the U.S. Open last year going into Sunday. And that evaporated before you could blink. Yeah, his putting wasn't great. And around the green, he was awful. He's 124th in that strokes game around the green. Brutal. So, like, those are, and those are two areas that I think, you know, this is, he's relatively accurate, so I think he can probably maintain it. But he's, like, if he's not going to be accurate, then it's going to be a rough go for him. I could probably, I can, you know, I mean, maybe this guy's game somehow fits, like, the U.S. Open courses. I mean, again, played well last year. Yesterday, I would tell you, he's more capable of shooting like an eight over today than he is like a four under mm-hmm. like this he can go completely off the rails at any time and it could be a stretch of where it's like he he just lost seven strokes in like a five hole stretch that could be matthew wolf yep by the way the bomb and gouge doesn't really work for bryson of course like this huh? no 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 uh some starting pitchers going today who made their last start this previous weekend right around the time we got the news of mlb's illegal substance warning 
and we'll look at their spin rates today. Coming up next. Racing fan, First Bet is a place for you with wagering on races at over 300 tracks and AI-assisted picks. It is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website all brought to you by ExpressBet. Sign up using the promo code VEGAS100 today. Get up to $100 match bonus on your first deposit. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. That's vcin.com slash horses, promo code VEGAS100. I'm guessing we're going to spend a lot of time in the next few weeks, depends on what baseball does and how they're going to come down and crack down on some of these pitchers. But we're going to spend way too much time talking about spin rates yeah. in baseball. because. But, but here's the thing, right? As we're betting on this stuff, uh, you want to be ahead of the curve rather than like looking behind and saying, man, I should have done it. And mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Uh, I told you this during the break. I, just, I recently had lunch with a buddy of mine who's really good at betting baseball. And we're talking about how you got to be on this stuff before... And so these teammates could very well be linked as well. So you hear some of the names, mm-hmm. right? Like Trevor Bauer certainly is at the top of the list with the Dodgers. Well, if he's doing it, who else could be doing it on that team? It appears as if, you know, the Red Sox, looking at their numbers, could be multiple guys on the Red Sox who have been using Sticky Tack or whatever, the rosin and the sunscreen. Uh, Corbin Burns certainly comes to mind for the Brewers. And so we were kicking this around at lunch, and I'm like, yeah, we're talking about Woodruff, and like, if Burns is doing it, maybe Woodruff is doing it as well. Mm-hmm. And they were going to Coors yesterday, game one of their uh, you know, trip to Colorado, and it's like I had it in my head, never got down on it in any way, shape, or form, and the Rockies took him out immediately last night, and Woodruff was no good. And when you go back and look, and when you think about how baseball really came out with this memo over the weekend or on Monday, and they're like, we're going to start cracking down. You're going to get 10 days with pay. That's going to be like your suspension if you're caught cheating, using whatever substance you might have on the glove, wherever else. So if you go back and look at guys who made their last starts, they're actually going to be like starting today or probably tomorrow, JVT, mm-hmm. after baseball came out with this. So when you go back and look at some of the last starts that we had and guys that are going today, for example, like Robbie Ray was really, really good. In his last start, he went six innings. He struck out 10. He had three walks, three earned runs, four hits, allowed one home run. His spin, spin rate was actually up. It was actually up compared to his uh, numbers uh, to date. Max Freed for the Braves goes today. He's scheduled in his last start. Six innings, five hits, three earned, two walks, four Ks, two home runs. His spin rate numbers were pretty much down. Mm. The curveball, the <laughs> RPMs were down on average by 91 per pitch. Yep. And he threw that 24% of the time. The slider, he threw that 18% of the time. That was down 19 RPMs on average. I brought up the Red Sox. Nick Pavetta, in his last start, five innings, six hits, six earned. He allowed four home runs. And the RPMs, they were not like alarmingly down, but the RPMs were down on the knuckle curve, which he threw 31% of the time, uh, 34 RPMs. The slider was down, and the changeup he only threw a couple of times, but that was down as well. Burns goes today. His numbers are hilarious. The Burns ones are insane. I mean, he threw his cutter 67% of the time in his last start, 
The RPMs were down on average by 163 per pitch. 163? Yeah. By the way, there's three pitches, right, that were down by over 100. The other, yeah, changeup, which he only threw seven times, but yep. that was down 129. His sinker, he only threw it twice, but it was down 158. Yep. So, you know, some of these guys and teams are bad anyway, but you look at someone like Chad Cool for the Pirates, and you're not going to find great, but you can find different ways to bet, like maybe a team to score in the first inning off of him or their team total over three, team total over five, whatever, the first three innings, first five innings. Chad Cool's numbers across the board were down big time in his last start for the RPMs. And Trevor Bauer is scheduled to go today, and you know about him, and I... He threw his four-seam fastball 38% of the time. Mm-hmm. The RPMs were down 173 on average. And so I think like when you're like weaponizing this as a handicapper, I feel like the guys, because you mentioned like Robbie Ray and a couple of these other dudes, you know, when, you're, when your spin rates down like, like 91, 19, like it was for Freed, that's not something that I think is too alarming. It's not. It but, really isn't. But when you're talking about pitchers who are coming in here where you've got three pitches, and again, the sample size isn't massive, only two sinkers thrown by Burns, when you're talking about three pitches that are down, well over 100 sure. rotations. Like, that's something that is definitely worth monitoring and using going forward. And as you said, too, and going into an environment like Coors, right, where you're already as a pitcher up against it. And, 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 sure, by, and by the way, like, they're decent at home. Yes, right? And, and, you know, and to give a guy like Woodruff credit, and I haven't seen the, the spin rate numbers from his last start, you know, most of the damage done in the first inning, and then, of course, he, he kind of evens out from there, pitches sure. five, and, sure. and, and is fine. So maybe it was just bad start at Coors or Woodruff, but... To your point, tying into these guys, because like as we know, anecdotally, if it's one guy, it's it's not just one, right? It's not just no. a lone warrior doing this all on his own. Pitching, it's a brotherhood, and there's probably going to be a little bit more throughout the entire locker room. Uh, Woodruff's RPMs yesterday on his sinker, they were down 11 RPMs. Okay. The curveball, down 37 per pitch. Changeup, down 24. So they were down a little bit, but... That sounds like pitching at Coors for the most part. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what you said? Like what Glasnow pointed out in his rant, which I thought was great after the injury, when he said, look, like if you go back, I guarantee you some of your favorite pitchers like in the 70s or even beyond then, they were using something. Right. Of course. Maybe not every guy, but like Necro, I can remember like that was the cover of Sports Illustrated when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Like 10 years old, I had to ask my dad, like, what's he doing? What does this mean? Oh yeah, he's cheating. He's putting stuff. He's doctoring up the baseball. This isn't like a. This isn't a new thing that's been going on. It's been going on for a long, long time. And now, just because baseball was dom- pitching was dominating this year, baseball's like we better start cracking down right now, middle of the season. Well, they did on the one Angels clubhouse manager. You saw that? Yeah, story? I did. I did. <laughs> the, the the comical text messages with uh, Garrett Cole. Can you help me out of a sticky situation? Yeah, winking emoji. All of those. It, you know, it's it's deep seated and it's baseball. At the end of the day, it's baseball's fault allowing this to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and the crazy part is, is now all of a sudden, we're going to do this in the middle of the season. We're not going to do this at the end. We're not going to do this before the season starts to crack down and send this out and make sure they're all good. We'll do it in the middle of the season. And now all of a sudden, you get all these performances out of nowhere. You get batting averages. And for a little short stint, these offenses looking a little bit better. But I, like the fact that they haven't waited until after the season is nuts as well, or before the season started. No, and then on top of this, again, to bring up what Glasnow said, mm-hmm. He got hurt. He said two starts ago, he woke up, he felt pain in muscles he didn't even know existed, mm-hmm. right? And I loved his explanation about how now he's got to grip, the, and his hands are like this big. They're huge. Yep. He's like, I have to grip the baseball so hard now, and that means that every single possible like tendon, muscle that I'm, I've never used those before yep. because I've never had to grip the baseball that hard. So he's, he's cooked. 
he shot, and you have the Rays on a ticket to win the Division. American League East. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, like, done until who knows how long, right? But, you know, trying to bet on this stuff, and baseball's cracking down mid- middle of the season. It's tough. Yep. It's tough. And with that, too, like, right, it sounds like not that much. Like, oh, he's got to grip it harder. But these guys are so in tune with their bodies. Any slight change with that is going to be massive for them. So we'll touch on today's card coming up next. They are the best team in baseball this year against righties. They're up more than 15 units already this year. And guess what? They get another righty tonight. Details next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) 
Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, you're going to get $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. you got to be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Not valid in Iowa. Isn't this something right now in baseball? The losing streaks by the Diamondbacks and the Orioles. Uh, right? Yes. At the same ex- simultaneous here going on. Now the Diamondbacks on the road, um, like set a record last night for consecutive road losses. It happened again. And that was actually, both those teams were playing in the day, daytime. Orioles lost again on the road. Both scores actually ended 10-3. to They're like, com- they've lost a combined now, what is it, 42 games on the road? Mm-hmm. How is that possible in a single baseball season? It, how, how are you this bad? That's what that's and especially when in baseball, like there's so many moving parts, right? Like there's so many guys that contribute to one outcome. Sure. That you would expect that you'd be able to snap out of this at one point. Uh, but no, you're right. Like it's just from top to bottom, they're both really poor franchises in terms of at least the level of talent that they have. And it's really showing out, man. And there there is there was a tweet out there the other day that alleged actually last night I should say, that alleged that this uh, losing streak for the Diamondbacks coincided with that stupid couple. At their game, all those uh, was it like a month or two ago. No, that was like right away in the season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But uh, that allegedly that it started right there and went on from there. Um, I don't like know the how first she... date that they went on. Yeah, the first date that they went on. Which, by the way, I think they broke up. I was reading an article. I think they did like right away. Yeah. yeah or, or that ended. Yeah. Like the streak of the, that couple going out on dates <laughs> to like games in the Phoenix area right. ended. It stopped. Yeah. But regardless, you're right. Like it, it is astonishing to see in a sport like baseball where. You know, it's hard to be bad, this bad, over a, a very long stretch for this to continue for both of these teams. Yeah, and I thought, again, the uh, like the Indians earlier this week when Savali took the mound, he was yep. he was cheap. He was like a buck fifty. That was the same night that uh, Desclafani was around a buck sixty. They should have been like around two dollars, in my opinion. Last night, now Gaussman, he was. How is that guy not in the mix for the Cy Young? By the way, like if something happens to Degrom, yep, he he doesn't have a chance to win it this year. Oh, he totally should. And it's crazy, too, man. Like, when you look at, like, across the board, like, where he was at, and it's not like he was a terrible pitcher, but this kind of came out of nowhere for the most part, right, in terms of some of his numbers. Like, a 151 over the course of, what are we talking about now for him, like, 89 innings right now? Like, he's been incredible. Yeah, he has. Like, it doesn't appear as if this is going to fade away at some point this season. You know, he's going to probably, you know, will he have a rough stretch or a couple of bad starts? Sure. But who doesn't other than Jacob deGrom? Right? Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, pretty much everybody goes through this. So it's been a great story. And they are, get this, they're 32-17 and 17 now, the Giants against righties on the year. If you're just strictly betting the Giants against righties, and I, nobody would do this, but mm-hmm. it'll tell you how good they've been throughout the entire year. 32-17, and 17, the Giants are up 15.5 units on the year, only against right-handed pitching. Best team in baseball. And you have some real stink bombs in here uh, against righties. Like the Diamondbacks, you're going to find bad numbers on the Diamondbacks across the board. Mm-hmm. They are 18 games below 500 against righties. And you're down 15 units plus. Oh. Uh, the Rangers, same thing. You're down almost 14 units on the year betting the Rangers against right-handed mm, pitching. 
Not tonight. I think the Giants are maybe a little bit cheap tonight. They're like $1.25, although it's Cueto going, so yep. hold your nose on that one. Cueto hasn't been great. And Velasquez, you know, Velasquez's numbers are at least pretty tight across the board. I think the, the problem with Velasquez is the walks are obviously pretty high. Each of the last two seasons has been really high. Mm-hmm. And so, like, in that regard, it doesn't. It makes a lot of sense to look at that like and think, yeah, $1.25 is relatively cheap. Or maybe this game, you know, obviously right now shaded to the under, uh, but maybe this one being a little bit higher scoring when you're looking at both of these guys, what they provide, and Velasquez having problems with his command, that would be something pretty interesting. Velasquez is not getting away with a lot of stuff, but what's been surprising about him is the fact that you know, you're know you walking essentially five guys every nine innings, but there's a lot of things that you would think, like he's got a strand rate of like 84%. The fact that his BABIP is like well like hovering around 250, like those are some things that you were thinking are going to blow up in his face uh, at some point. Yeah, I, I think he's going to get rocked coming yeah. up here sometime soon. I really do. Um, anything else that you like today on the board at all? I mean, Rodon, this this White Sox-Astro series is a battle between two of the best teams yep. uh, in the American League, obviously. And boy, the Astros took it to cease last night and scored a ton of runs. Rodon against Garcia, and you know, Rodon has been sensational this year, and this is basically a pick tonight. So I will, I will actually take you, you know what has stuck out to me, uh, Oakland and New York, and the market moved in that direction. So James Capellian has been really solid for the yeah, Oakland Athletics. Yeah. He's been great, good young story as well. But, like, if you looked at some of the stuff with him, and he had a little bit of a, I think it was like two starts ago. It was a second consecutive start against the Mariners. He, he paid for some of the mistakes that he makes as a pitcher. And, again, here, like, there's something, and the market's moved in the New York Yankees' direction. 251 ERA, but a 489 in the expected fielding independent. The walks are a really big problem for him. He's walking, I think, almost five, four and a half guys every nine innings, and he's not really balancing that out with a ton of strikeouts. But, like, again, when you talk about similar to Velasquez, except a little bit more extreme, despite the fact that he's walking nearly five guys every nine innings, he's stranding 86% of his base runners. The batting average on balls in play is 238. So, for lack of a better term, you know, he's getting a little lucky with what he's putting out there, and he's a fly ball guy, right? So, now you're on the road here against the Yankees. I'm not surprised to see the market move. I think this open one spot, like, as low as minus 118. Now we're talking like a buck 30 here at Circa in that range. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that was a side that definitely stuck out to me. And Lucchese tonight, too. Lucchese's got some pretty good underlying numbers. The market's kind of moved in Washington's direction, but I wouldn't turn down Lucchese and the Mets at like a plus 105 or something like that tonight. And I think I'm going to get creative uh, going against the Brewers here today in the spot again. Yeah. Did not last night, but I did fade them twice against the Reds. And now with all of this information that we have with, you know, the substances and Corbin Burns and his spin rate is way down, uh, Rockies are so much better at home than they are on the road. But you can like run in the first inning again. Rockies team total over for the first five. You can get like creative with the run scored in the first couple of innings as well. Uh, I'll find ways to bet on this tonight and try to like extract ways of getting maybe some plus money mm-hmm. fading Corbin Burns in this spot yeah. in this game. So let me ask you because I know like I was listening to your analysis the other day. Uh, on the Cubs and how well they have pitched. Like, one of the other matchups that kind of stuck out to me, like, I really like Pablo Lopez a lot. Like, so Pablo I. Lopez yep. is a rock-solid guy. And this Cubs team, the, the, I think the lineup's been incredible, man. Like, the power that they can display at times is absolutely insane. And you saw Javi Baez again do it yesterday. But Pablo Lopez here against Chicago, I think, really stuck out to me. It's not that I don't like Davies, but Lopez is a guy that I think can really keep the ball down and, and hold down this lineup for the most part. Yeah, no, he's been, for the most part, again, it's been a little rocky here, I think, the last start or two. Yeah. Uh, but Lopez, going back to like last year, very good, like first five under guy. And like under the radar, yep. solid numbers, like first five, and basically for the entire game as well. But uh, you can, yeah, I'm on board for Lopez pretty much every time he takes the mound in various uh, bets. By the way, I wanted to get into this before the end of the hour. Um, 
globally you can find odds to be the next head coach at some of these teams in the NBA? Yeah. Is it too obvious after the news yesterday that Rick Carlisle is going to be the next head coach of the Boston Celtics? I was thinking Milwaukee Bucks if they lost. Well, see, that's I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. But because immediately, as soon as it came out yesterday that Carlisle told Mark Cuban, I'm not coming back. First of all, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's nothing to see here, right? Sure, everything, <laughs> everything's cool up. in Total Dallas. Yes, Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but everybody started speculating, like in the media. Mm-hmm. Well, he, Boston's open. Uh, makes sense, right? It does. And so if you go back, so Jake Fisher of Leacher Report had a report, I'd say like a week ago or so. And in their report, there's a great nugget. And I find it interesting because coinciding with the odds that you sent over, right? Because the top, we're talking about some of the top choices, Sam Cassell, Chauncey Billups, uh, Ime Odoka, Becky Hammond, right? All of these are top choices on that list that you sent over. But this is from Fisher's report. Quote, there's little belief, sources said, that the Celtics next coach would be an assistant elevated to the top position for the first time. And all of those names you just we just listed off are all guys who would, guys and gals who would be assistants elevated to head coach for the first time. So that would open the door for a Rick Carlisle to take that job, a retread, for lack of a better term, and a damn good one at that. So I think these odds were sent out before the news yesterday. Yeah. Had to have been because Carlisle was like not even on the list. Yep. Would you make him the betting favorite? I'd definitely put him up there. If, if, if there's legs to this report, right, and you can only go on the information that's out there, I would say yes. He should be the favorite to land almost any single job. I'm also very high on Kenny Atkinson. Like, I think Kenny Atkinson was awesome in Brooklyn. Clippers assistant coach. He, 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 he had a lot of steam that yeah. He, he was great. Absolute people liked him a lot. Right. And, Absolutely. You know, Kyrie and KD didn't want him more of a player's guy, their guy, and so they got it. But they, like, make no mistake, Kenny Atkinson wasn't fired because he didn't do a great job. He he just he he left that job and they parted ways. He just didn't fit the timeline of the type of guys that they were bringing in. Sure. Atkinson would be an, an awesome addition as well if it's going to be Boston. But I think that's the vibe, right? It's it's retread guys, guys who have had a job before. You think Bud makes it beyond this year, even if the Bucks lose tomorrow night? I find it hard to think that he does. Like it's almost a, it's like almost if a, they make the NBA Finals or they win right. it, he, they're not going to get rid of them. But it's almost a Mark Jackson similar situation, right? Where it's like you're looking at this, you're like, I think we've reached our peak, but there's something yeah. more there. Yes, right. Right. And so I think you go and you're like, who can unlock us? Who can move us past into the next round here, into the next step? So I would think if they lose, like given all of the mistakes we've seen from this team too in these games, like I just I don't know why you would feel comfortable sticking with Bud and going like, all right, this year's going to be sure. different. Yeah, right. Uh, any intel on the next Pelicans head coach? Charles Lee is the co-favorite with Udoka at yep. four to one. Jacques Vaughn is five to one. Uh, Teresa Weatherspoon five. Fred Vincent's uh, six to one. Jason Kidd plus seven fifty. So I think it was one of the articles about the coaching search pointed out that David Griffin multiple times noted that he wanted a coach that was in lockstep with him. Like it, reports indicated that he was really like wanted influence on the lineups, wanted influence on rotations, things like that. Van Gundy and uh, Alvin Gentry kind of bristled at it. But what I find really interesting is multiple reports mention a guy that's not even listed, uh, but it's Will Weaver, who has been mentioned a couple of times for the New Orleans Pelicans. He wasn't even on the list, but mm-hmm. Weaver is a guy who I believe interviewed for it last time when Stan Van Gundy uh, right. was hired and now could be potentially, again, interviewed for this one. Uh, there's also a prop bet. Uh, female head coach hired before 2021-2022 in the regular season. Yes is 3-1, to one, no is minus $5. I would say no, only because like if you're Becky Hammond, it seems like you got a route to the Spurs job. Don't you just stick around, stay heavily in the path, t- right? Yeah, head, head, st- like stay in, you know heavily tied into the area, of course, with your basketball career, everything. Like, and I also think that might be part of the deal when Pop right. calls the quits. He's like, look, I, I'm, it's time for me to step aside, and in doing so, Becky's going to become the next head coach. Yep. Like, and I believe like the organization will probably say, okay, yeah, no problem, yep. we'll make that happen. Uh, betting results from last night. 
And uh, as a result, the numbers that we have this morning looking forward here in the playoffs. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.